0: Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Drain Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during, and after their time on the programme. Welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork, and I am delighted to say that I have been joined for this episode by none other than Robert Craig Morgan, who played Justin Bennett, Robert Welcome to Sausage on a Fork.
1: Thank you, Neil. Great to be talking with you. I love the podcast.
0: Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Okay, what we'll do, Robert, is we'll start the way we start every episode, and we'll go right back. and If you can just tell us how you got into acting.
1: Okay. Well, it was it was it was uh, by chance, really. um, It was the summer holidays between primary school and me starting my secondary school. Right. Um, And my mum had the radio on listening to a show called the Pete Murray Radio Show. Uh-huh. And he was interviewing um, a director called Brian Gibson. Right. And he was having trouble casting the uh, part of a boy in this two-hander drama by, by um, Dennis Potter. And so he was putting it out there um, for any kids that were interested in you know, doing school plays or what have you, right. to uh, ring up and see if you could get an audition. So I was with my cousin, uh, Mandy at the time, who was saying, Rob, come on, you like, you know, you like doing school plays or what have you. So we we rang and we got through. And to cut a long story short, um, I got down to the second boy in the running. Right. And uh, although I didn't get that part, um, the director recommended an agent to me. Uh-huh. And uh, so my mom and dad had a, you know, a long chat, making sure that, it wasn't going to ruin my education, certainly yeah. as I was going to be starting a, a new school. Mm-hmm. But um, So we, we joined the agency. And very quickly after that, um, I got an audition for I Claudius. Um, right. It was the, the, the classic kind of Roman drama uh, with Derek Jacobi and, and, and loads of big names. And I got cast as the young, young Caligula. And um, that was really it. The moment I, I recorded that, and I'd go for other auditions. Um, people were so interested because the program um, had come such a hit. Yeah. And then um, one day um, my agent Doreen rang me up and said, there's, a, there's an interview for uh, a new ch- a children's drama called right. Grange Park, as it was then. Uh-huh. And uh, so I went along and I met Colin Kant and Anna, Anna Hume, the producer, and she had remembered me as well from another audition right and uh, they um, they kind of said there and then that you know you you'd be right for justin because i explained i wasn't you know much good at sport at school and right. <laughs> bit of the swat, i suppose really and uh, yeah so that was it and then um i was only meant to be in green for um the first series all right okay yeah i Fall off the roof when um, Tucker and yeah. Justin and Benny break into the um, the warehouse. Uh-huh. And um, the original plan was that Justin's parents were going to take him away from the school. Ah, time.
0: right, okay,
1: okay. But so the um, day that the the day that episode screened, Colin Kent actually rang. My dad answered the phone, and uh, Colin said, "Can I can I have a, a word with Rob?" And uh, he asked, "Would I like to come back?" And that was it. And I did it for another four four series. Brilliant, so brilliant.
0: Yeah. If, if we can just go back a little bit, there, Rob. Just just back to uh, I Claudius, because that was like a, a sort of big budget BBC mm. program, wasn't it? And you, as you say, you played, you played you play Caligula. Were yeah. you, did you, I, I mean, I've never seen like Claudius, I, I, I was only, well I wasn't, I'm just looking at the date, 1976, I was far too young then yeah. um, to be watching that, <laughs> I don't, my mum and dad wouldn't have let me watch it when I was uh, one years old, I'll be honest, um, no. but you played Caligula, did you, yeah. <laughs> did you have to play anything like the way Caligula, you know, the story Yeah, goes? I did, it, right.
1: was, it was pretty, it was pretty controversial really, Um right. That when when we first looked at uh, my bit in the script, uh, I was found in bed with my sister, um, nice. <laughs> um, n- naked. The pair of them, as uh, my grandmother says in the in the in the program. And nice. then I I poisoned my father. Um, uh-huh. uh, he he I murdered my father, and then I burned the family house down. <laughs> so, right. <It's> okay. yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a nice it was a nice kid.
0: Yeah, I mean that that, that that was the thing, you know. I read up a little bit on Caligula because the only Caligula I've ever seen depicted yeah. anywhere was in an episode of Red Dwarf, and he was in it when there was loads of evil, oh, right. char- loads of evil characters from history. So I knew yeah. there was—I knew there was a side to him. And when I read up on him, I thought, "Oh wow, I, I can't believe Justin Bennett could have done all yeah. these things."
1: So, yeah, he—he <laughs> he, he was bad. Uh, yeah, they—they they, uh, first of all d- d- dyed my hair blonde. Right, and then that didn't work very well. It ended up looking green. (laughs) uh, So they put a wig on, and with my dark eyebrows and everything, I just looked so weird. You know, (laughs) which the uh, director Herbert Wise thought added to the part as well. So um, and uh, I was the young Caligula, and then John Hurt played Caligula as an adult. Right, and uh, it was great meeting him. He was a brilliant guy, and uh, so yeah, it was a big budget. Uh, more names than you can imagine. That well, were that's it. it, yeah. But I
0: mean, I always ask people if they got to work with anyone, you know, famous in the early days. And just from yeah. that programme, you know, Derek Jacobi, John Earth, Brian Blessed, Patrick Stewart. I mean, I know they were all in it. You might not necessarily yeah. have worked with them, but they were all in it, weren't they? Like,
1: yeah, um, Patrick Stewart um, was in, in my episode. and Great. Right. Um, he was great. He used to get the bus back um, after rehearsals. Right. Okay. You know, you think now that... The Hollywood star he is. If you yeah. Get on the, the bus outside the rehearsal rooms. Um. There were there were so many people. Uh, um. Um. Well, the name of the guy it's in. Um. Kevin McNally, who's in the all the pirate films. so was uh-huh. Johnny Depp. Um. Oh, it's endless. You yeah. wouldn't probably be able to get a cast like that for the BBC. You know. Um. Yeah. Such names. And it was yeah. my first ever job. And it, the weird thing, Neil, was that I had to be twelve. Um, to film that because of um, licensing laws yeah. with kids in, you know, filming. And uh, I was only 11 when I auditioned for it. And they oh. got very worried and said, well, when are you 12? And I said, July 21st. And uh, that was the day um, that they were recording that episode. Oh, if okay. I had been 12 on that day, I, they wouldn't have been able to cast me Wow. the hours I had. So it's fate. So it, it was just <laughs> like fate, really. You know? Yeah. Oh, brilliance was... But yeah, it all started from that, and
0: oh, um, brilliant. Okay, so so we, we'll move back to Grange Hill then. Yeah, obviously, obviously, you were you were there from day one. You know, you, you've already mentioned yeah. the fact that originally it was going to be a Grange Park, and then it was changed, obviously, to Grange Hill.
1: Yeah,
0: and the character of Justin, he, he was brought in, I think, uh, because he, he was very different, wasn't he? He was very different to yeah. to everyone else,
1: exactly. Very, yeah,
0: and. He was, you
1: know, he, he was picked on, wasn't he? Oh, at, at, at
0: first. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, at first. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think because... it, was, it, it was a good thing to have a character like Justin, really, because, uh-huh. you know, the, the other kids were kind of re- really strong characters. And I think it was a good balance yeah. for, for other people to see a kid that was picked on. And, and I, I know a lot of times over the years, people have said, oh, Justin was a bit of a sneak and a swat. He wasn't really. He was just, no. I think, very misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and found um, such a big school like that very intimidating uh-huh. you know, for him. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I and I think it's lovely, Neil, that as the series um, went on, you see Justin getting, you know, more confident and stronger. Definitely. Certainly, with his friendship with Andrew, and in yeah. the end, he, you know, he's hanging around with, with Tucker and Alan and and everybody. So yeah. He, It it was a clever little bit of writing by all the various um, different writers of the series to see him
0: grow, develop, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when you were on the programme, who were were you closest to, or like your best friends on there? Uh, Well,
1: I mean, uh, series one, it would have definitely been uh, um, George, who played Alan, (laughs) and Terry Sue Pat. We were very close. Um, And then really a whole gang of us as the series went on uh we all got together we used to beat up outside of the program and that oh, would right. have been pe- people like um george i say paul mccarthy uh-huh. um uh, terry supat and of course when mark Edie came in as yeah. well i was i used to have these parties back at my house on a friday <laughs> 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 uh, much to my mum's uh, you know annoyance and we'd all <laughs> we'd all uh they'd all come down to bromley and we'd right. sit there and just play music and stuff and people used to you know when we got recognized were amazed that um they were <laughs> all these kind of cool characters were hanging around with with Justin you know <laughs> but, but, but as I say I was I, I was different from the part I played really you know I was I wasn't like him at school I was a bit more uh a bit more naughty I think really right, okay. so, yeah. so but Mark and I had a, a, a really close friendship obviously uh-huh. to the amount of Scenes we had to do and stuff, so yeah. But George, George has always been a, a great friend, and, um, Brilliant. Wonderful, Brilliant. Wonderful so, fella.
0: and was there anyone who you particularly enjoyed working with? You no, know, like if you had seen uh, you knew you had scenes coming up with them,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, I, I suppose episode six of series one, uh, again in the, the warehouse, I think it's called, or the right. um, ammunition stump, yeah. Um, it was such a lovely time, it was just Todd. Terry and myself Uh uh, on location. And we had a brilliant time filming Um, that. You know, it was like a whole adventure for us. And I really used to look forward to that. And likewise with uh, scenes with Mark doing the um, um, musical. um, Yeah. um, Oh, uh, um, uh, Technicolor Raincoat. Yeah. And so I'd see those scenes coming up. And I, I, I used to really look forward to that. And with the girls as well, very close with uh, um, Linda and um, uh, Rudy Davis, who played Penny. So uh-huh. Penny and Susie, great yeah. friends as well. And I mustn't forget, otherwise you'd he, be upset with me, Philly uh, Mann, who played um, Antonio, in it. Yeah. the character who sadly in the end fell off the carport roof you know, to his yeah. death, lived very close to me. All right. And uh, we, were, we were great mates. And uh, he'd come on family holidays to my aunt's um, place up in uh, Northampton. So we were great mates at that time as well. Yeah. So it was a good gang of us. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, the amount of friends, I, I, I can hand on heart say that we all did really get on. Yeah. I mean, characters like um, Vincent Hall, who played Doyle. Yeah. You know, the, the hatred on screen of Justin and, <laughs> yeah. and Doyle. Could be no different from how we were such good mates when we were actually filming. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was
0: a great. Time. Great guy. Oh, so good times. Yeah, really good definitely, times. definitely. Have you got? I mean, you've mentioned a couple here. You've mentioned about the warehouse, the you know the yeah. munitions dump. And I, I, I'm I'm fully aware that I'm I'm talking about something that was over 40 years ago. <laughs> um, just how safe was it in there?
1: Well, it, it, it's good. It's a good question, Neil. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Um, when people
1: have asked before, they've been amazed that they did take it seriously, right. and the the fall I do was as high as it right. looked. It, it, it wasn't plated anyway. Yeah. But they had a stunt man, which I I just thought was absolutely brilliant, who right. was the advisor of 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 you know how to actually fall from the uh. edge of the building, and they took it very seriously. He rehearsed it with me. We did a whole um whole afternoon on the first day there just practicing the fall. Right, and they were the huge inflatable um, mattresses and things. Um, but some of it was a bit dodged. You know, when we're doing the El Toro um, yeah. <laughs> on the, uh, <laughs> on on the trolley. trolley thing, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit hair-raising because there was nothing to stop. Um, if Todd had gone too far with any of us on, on, on the trolley, we yeah. could have gone down that staircase because well, there you know, was no
0: safety there. I, wa- I actually watched that clip the other day, and yeah. there's a bit, where I think, blimey, they've taken, they have taken that a little bit too far. Todd, I think it's Todd comes off it, and he just runs, yeah. and then the camera cuts off, and I think I was thinking, I wonder what actually happened after that, if he was all yeah. right after that. There were,
1: there, were, there were a couple of dodgy moments on that up there as well, <laughs> because there was a hole, which I think must have been a chute, right. uh, originally when it was a, a working factory, uh-huh. and they had just filled it with some kind of um, sacks, stuff right. with straw. And the first time that we um, crashed the trolley, we'd fall into it, and it and it kind of gave way, and, and oh, that right. okay. so that was pretty, pretty hair raising. And the only other funny story about that was you have to listen out for it. Um, when the door slams on us, and there's a cat goes tearing out. Yeah. Um, had been um, the, the BBC had got this company who had. Pet actors, trained animals to, right. to perform this bit. And uh, I, I'm not going to mention any names because I couldn't even remember her name now. But she had been talking, and saying, "Oh yeah, this cat's been in loads of commercials and a few films and knows what it's doing or what have you." So um, we did a thing called film to record, which was like, "We'll do a sequence and if it for rehearsal, but if it works out good enough, we'll use it." Right. So we got the set all shot up, and she's there off, off camera, holding the cat box, and at the right moment, when Colin gave the, his arm movement, the cat was let go, and, and that's the whole sequence. Uh-huh. And the cat did it perfectly, shot out the door and was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman was walking around for the next three days while we were filming there, shouldn't I?: well, oh, I, mean, I love I, I love cats. trying to look for this money-making star cat. Who I think decided I'd had enough and just wanted to run for freedom. So, yeah.
0: Never, t- and never,
1: then, seen... never turned off, no? No, never turned up. Oh, wow. Because, so, that little bit you see was the only shot they had of
0: <laughs> so, yeah. that. Amazing. I know, but yeah. Amazing.
1: But it was good. No, they, they, did, they did take it very, very seriously and um, uh, it was great fun. They, there was a little house at the end of the road. It used to be like the factory uh, caretaker's house. And a oh, lovely great. little old couple uh, still lived in it, although the factory was derelict. And um, we'd go in there to have to use the, you know, the toilet and have the odd glass of water, what have you. And yeah. they became great friends with us kids. So we were spork rotten. And yeah. it was just a lovely time. The weather was great. Um, I, have, I think it's one of my best memories of the series, yeah. filming that. It's Brilliant. like a big adventure, you know?
0: Yeah. So then that was... That was the end of well the end of your your participation in series one um, yeah. when you fell off the wall Justin broke his leg and, yep. and got concussion and so then we move on to series two but did you have any idea just how big the program was going to get No,
1: not at all, I don't Neil. I remember us all of us one day on the coach going out to uh, one of the uh, schools that we did all the outside shots on uh-huh. and we'd sit there and go you know. I wonder if this is going to work. Will right. kids want to come home from school <laughs> yeah. and then watch a of other kids, you know, being at school? Yeah. And of course, it was the total opposite. Um, every, every kid, I think, could find a character that they uh, I identified with. And um, as you were saying, when I, I, I fell off the roof, that was meant to be my last episode. Right. I got another audition and I went off to do. Uh, a series for ITV, it was HTV in those days, and it was called The Clifton House Mystery. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, that was like a ghost story, it had Peter Sallis in it. Mm-hmm. And so I'd said all my big goodbyes to everyone, it was very tearful saying goodbye to all my mates thinking I wasn't coming back. <laughs> and while I was uh, filming um, this Clifton House Mystery in Bristol, uh-huh. um, it, it, the first episode of Grainchill came on air for the very first time. Right. so the whole crew and cast took a, a break from filming and we all sat huddled around this TV as wow. Rachel came on screen for the first time. And this is the weird thing, Neil, that before that, my life, you know, you could walk down the streets and no one would know who, who you yeah. were, you know? Yeah. And the, the moment that episode um, went out, I went back to the hotel where we were all staying and some kids had been watching it, the first episode, and I right. got recognised straight away. And from then, wow. it just turned into the you know the madness because it was so popular. that Everyone knew it. Good answer, yeah. sometimes.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, brilliant. So,
1: yeah, it was it was life changing that way. You
0: know. Yeah. So then we talked there. You were back for series two, and that was you, we've already mentioned about Justin becoming friends with Andrew Stanton, and Andrew yeah. was in the the musical, and Justin played the yeah. piano. Did Did you actually play yeah. the piano?
1: No. Oh, right, Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, there was a, a, another thing, a bit of cleverness. When they were recording the music um, for, for Andrew to sing and, and, the, uh-huh. and the chorus singing, they went to um, the studios in, in London to record it to make it easier for filming. Uh-huh. And Colin Kant uh, said, "I should come along and watch the guy who plays the piano in the recording." Right. Um, carefully to see kind of movements. So uh, I, just, I just watched him and learned how to give the actions of playing the piano. Now no, I've never been able to play an instrument. Right.
0: Okay, <laughs> Okay. And it, Series 2, we, we did see a lot more yeah. of Justin, didn't we, in Series 2? Yeah. You know, you, Justin got a few more storylines and talking about things like uh, the cricket match. Oh, yeah. Versus yeah. Brookdale. And Justin wins the game. Sorry, spoiler alert yeah. there for anyone that has yeah, seen alert. it. Like. <laughs> yeah. we also in Series 2. There was the residential trip to, uh, I think it was Beaconsfield. That's um, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What was that like filming that? Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, pres- presumably you went away somewhere for that.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, they th- again they put us all up in a in a a hotel, and um, which for kids was great as well, you know. But yeah. oh, it was it was brilliant. I mean, it really was like a holiday. Um, the, 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 I had loads of of mates who were um, just like, oh, my earphones falling out, sorry, background characters. Right. Um, and it was great working with them as well. Uh, so there was a big team of us, and uh-huh. I bet we were, pr- you know, pretty uncontrollable sometimes. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, beautiful place to to film, and uh-huh. uh, it was so different from doing studio and stuff like that that, you know, um, we were used to. So being out there was, was really good, a great adventure. And um, we got on so well with the the actors who were our teachers as well. It was a really great time. And I think it's a great episode, story-wise as well. Yeah. So uh, I really, really enjoyed that.
0: Brilliant. I mean, that's where Um, we start to see Justin change a little bit. That's right, yeah. You know, he he is more involved with the lads, isn't he? A little bit more. But he also starts having to go back to the likes of Doyle and that. The thing I do like about that storyline is the fact that, there's a wild puma on the loose.
1: I know, <laughs> as, as as always happens around this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were probably sitting scratching their heads, going, "What can we what can we use as a wild <laughs> animal there?" You know? Yeah. So yeah, a puma was randomly chosen. Yeah, I've always laughed at that myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah, and luckily they didn't use a stunt uh, puma for that. No, That's not no, there was no actual,
0: no actual signs of the puma. Was no, there? program? No,
1: I don't think the budget would have gone to that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, as like I say, you know, we, we do start to see Justin change there, and and in the end, he, he, I mean, that was the thing with Justin. He always knew what was right, didn't he? And he like he, he wanted to be one of the lads, yeah. but he always had that thing sort of stopping him. So yeah. you know, what was right and what was wrong, and. Yeah. And, and when the girls go missing, that eight. was
1: the thing. I think that it, it, Justin's morals would always come in, and he yeah. just knew
0: that he could leave
1: two girls, you know, wandering around the woods when he knew what had happened. Yeah. And as as night and a spell and I I think that's a good a good bit of the writing there as well. That uh-huh. you know when Doyle is really going into him, yeah. uh, Justin finally gets the strength to to say enough. I'm yeah. going to do this, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it is great that he does, and Of course, at the end, Doyle has to realise that those girls were in serious trouble. Yeah, definitely. If Justin Justin hadn't got the help, you know? um... know,
0: The one thing I love about that episode, um, obviously, like like I work in a school and I I watch that episode and at the end, they say to them, Oh, we're not going to tell the headmaster what you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the, these two girls <laughs> went missing there's been a massive police search for them there was an yeah. escape humour on the loose it's all right though boys yeah. we, we, uh, we, 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 yeah, won't, we won't tell yeah. the headmaster and ho- hopefully no yeah, we'll one just keep the girls one to ourselves yeah the girls hopefully the girls won't tell their parents what's going on or yeah. anything like
1: that <laughs> can you imagine
0: but yeah I, mean, I, ju- I i did i did I, like that like i i
1: think we have to put that down to the more innocent times. Looking back, definitely,
0: definitely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that was um that, that was series two, and then yeah, 1980. Well, it would have been 1979, I imagine. Uh, you were filming yeah. it on 1980. Sorry, um, it went out on on air series three. And the thing about series three is it was when they brought in optional uniform, but obviously. Justin wore uniform, didn't he?
1: No. Kind of. <laughs> Can you imagine my disappointment when I read that? And uh, <laughs> I go to a wardrobe fitting and I go, oh my, the uniform yet again. Yeah. 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 One of, yeah. One of only that,
0: three kids in the school still wearing uniform, yeah. I
1: think. Um, yeah, I think Andrew was the only other one, and one of the girls, I think. I think yeah. Susie wore the uniform yeah. still or something. Like I can't remember. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I, I think that was to try and. And, and show Justin as being slightly different again, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the kind of home he came from. But yeah, I, he would have, he, the ribbing you would have got if that had been in real life, you know, when other kids don't have to wear uniforms yeah. and you're still wearing one. But yeah, but I think that gave, I think it gave Justin his little uh, character as well.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. You, there, was, there was more sort of um, outdoor and, and location filming in series three because they got the thing up about the outdoor centre You know, there was a place. There was, they were trying to get this this building for them to go to. So there was another, I think, was another weekend away up there. But yeah, because of uh, (laughs) it, because of Alan smoking, which, (laughs) which to be honest, in a kids' TV program, was was a bold move as well. I thought to show the fact that you know there are kids smoking underage. Because I imagine that would have been sort of brushed under the carpet a little exactly. bit before then. So I think to show that yeah. and then to, then to show the dangers of what could happen, you know, when, when yeah. it, it, it gets set on fire. like
1: that, that was a good one again as well and with the smoking. And and of course, you know, I think one of my favourite things even looking back when I had the odd look at it is Justin's look of disgust, uh, Andrew, <laughs> as he uh, as he takes a yeah. puff of a cigarette. You know, <laughs> it's like it's the worst thing you could
0: do, but. definitely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we've we, we mentioned Andrew eh, coming in being Justin's friend. I, yeah. I think that was good because they weren't the same, were they Justin yeah. and Andrew? And Andrew was a bit more sort of, you know, in with the lads, shall, shall we say. He was a bit more streetwise, yeah. than Justin,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, but he, yeah, I think he, but I he think wanted was... to
0: look out for him, didn't he? He wants to look out for Justin, like, yeah,
1: big, big time. And I think that that's a lovely bit of the writing there, you know, from that first scene where. Doyle throws Justin's suitcase across the, uh, uh-huh. the playground and, and Andrew goes, you know, pick it up. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I think that's great. He's, he, was always, he always had Justin's back, you know, Definitely. because Justin was too terrified to, yeah. to confront someone like Doyle. Uh-huh. Uh, and I do think the character of Andrew uh, in the writing is responsible for, for Justin coming out of his shell a lot more, uh-huh. you know. He, yeah. he gains confidence by Andrew's um, relationships with the, the lads. Yeah. And uh, so Justin wants to be a part of that in the end, you
0: know? That's illustrated in those episodes where Tucker's got a, 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 an adult magazine, shall we say.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, and Justin's trying to get a look and, and it's all about yeah. Tucker st- striking a deal. If you do me homework and stuff. That's right.
1: Um, That's like a, that. a, 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 a camping outside with the tents. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just think that, that I remember things like that actually happening at my own school, you yeah. know what I mean, where somebody would have some mucky magazines in a locker, you know, and yeah. the younger kids would all wanna have a, a try and have a look. So yeah, yeah. I, I I certainly understood that kind of thing happening. Yeah, and, well, uh, I mean, I,
0: again, you know, for a kids' TV program, again to show that 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 goes on because there was a there was all episodes, yeah. you know, like the likes of Doyle was just sat there in class reading one, <laughs> like yeah. not even that. Yeah. When they were in the the, the outdoor sensor, it did get cancelled because poor old Kathy Hargreaves fell over when she was upstairs where they shouldn't have been, and she wrecked their ankle, and that's, and, and, that's and the right. outdoor sensor was you know pretty much cancelled. It wasn't. It was never seen yeah, again. Never to be
1: heard of again. Really, after yeah, that, no.
0: Definitely. So. Moving on again, then to series four, and again, you know, just Justin was quite a in in the forefront there. You know, with like joining the school council, getting put forward by Trisha Yates and and things, and he were all before they, before he was on the school council, he was already holding meetings, with, wasn't he, with 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 some of the kids to uh, discuss what they weren't happy with. That was got one um, that was happening with the with the school, and again, I watched it the other day thinking look, you're a school pupil, the teachers aren't going to tell you what's going on until it happens. That's, you know? that's what I
1: I always loved. It's about these meetings next to a, a photocopier talking to you know, yeah. teachers like Mr. Hopwood and thinking yeah. that these teachers would really listen to these kids with their, their ideas and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was good fun that way. And, and, I, and again, it was kind of right for, for Justin wanting to be on something like the, the school council uh-huh. you know he did he did the quizzes as well didn't he, he does yeah. the the, the, yeah. the quizzes and and uh, I, and in the end he gets excited about the idea of trying to ban the school uniform so yes. yeah yeah he, he gets quite militant in the end you know, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, no i just think it's great that i, I love the scenes where in in, in the council that you know, uh, Justin and Trisha Yates agreeing on things yeah. is amazing <laughs> as well. You know, you yeah. wouldn't have believed that in the first series. <laughs> no,
0: de- definitely not. Definitely not. Uh-oh. Series four's got quite a, you know, a, a few a few bits in there. Um, the first sort of, I think, big big thing was the girls had that band, and Justin and Andrew watched the the performance of mm. of Kathy Hargreaves singing Black Widow, and yeah, it's a phenomenal performance, isn't it? You know, uh, w- amazing. W- w- when you watch it. Yeah. I mean, how, how many times was, did, did she have to sing that?
1: I'd say you'd be amazed, really. I mean, she had I mean, she's a great talent and a, and a fantastic singer. Uh-huh. I think probably maybe two or three times. And, and only then that would have been for uh, camera movements, you right. know, being in a studio and stuff. Yeah wow uh, well I, I mean you can tell by the genuine reaction of the people and the band were, were great as well. Yeah. Um oh yeah she really gave a performance in that. I mean the, the uh, other yeah. two
0: girls were good as well the the, uh, yeah, the, the backup singers like
1: Yeah absolutely brilliant. so no, just... that was something It really it, it gave a, a great light on Kathy as a another uh, part to her character rather uh-huh. than just being like the girl that hung around, hung around
0: with Trisha Yates. You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, great performance, great. Performance. Um, so then there was also the trip to France. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> all the problems with the ferry and stuff. What what was it like filming that? I mean, Obviously, Paul Paul McCarthy talked what? a little bit about that in his like, But what was it like filming
1: that? Uh, it was great. It was. Uh, we had a, a great laugh on that. The thing, the um, the trip to France was was hung like a a carrot to us all, like, you know, if we yes. get commissioned for a second series, we're going to do an episode in France, and you can imagine us kids going, oh my god, that'd be brilliant, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. and then <laughs> the second series came by, we still haven't been to France, so we all <laughs> kind of thought, it, it might not be happening, you know, it'd be just back in Beckinsfield again, but, um, yeah. oh, it was great, and um, Paul and I got on brilliantly, we um, shared a cabin on the boat together, all right. um, and a hotel room, they, they just, um, they all, allotted you rooms, you know, who you had to share yeah. with. And uh, I was with Paul, and we just had such a laugh. And, and to be honest with you, we all got up to um, quite a lot of nonsense on the boat, you know. Because yeah. I don't know if you know, Neil, the, um, it was a trip between Portsmouth and San Marlowe. Right. Um, it's meant to be a quicker a journey in, in the storyline. Uh-huh. But because of filming is so slow with only one film camera, we, we did six crossings. Um, wow. Three right. out and three back. <laughs> And we weren't allowed to get off the boat because right. of the ferry and safety <laughs> reasons. stuff. So we lived uh, aboard this, this ferry. And uh, in between filming, we just got up to, you know, no good. I mean, really, yeah. we were pr- pretty wild. And it was <laughs> such fun. I mean, really great fun. And uh, the, the amount of people who are uh, seasick on us. And um, there's yeah. one, one, one time... A friend of mine called Gareth, he, he's uh, in one of the episodes, um, was not feeling too well, and he stepped out. This is outside of filming, but he was still in his costume right. and slipped on <laughs> what he thought was just water coming off the sea, uh, but it turned out it wasn't. It had been someone previous's um, being ill. I oh, guess. no. Because <laughs> it, it, it was his costume, he had to continue wearing it for continuity. So the, the poor wardrobe people were in, in toilets, hand washing, <laughs> uh, desperately trying to get the smell out. And um, oh. the poor guy had to wear that for the filming. And it didn't properly clear. So it seemed to us, even on the, on, the, on the coach, you know, when we're being sent back and yeah. is looking out the window miserably. I um, it's also because the coach just rank, you know, reeked of this uh, poor boy's costume. Yeah, I oh, um,
0: I can't think of his name, but the lad who you're with quite a bit in that scene. Yeah, it? yeah, Gareth,
1: Gareth Mason. Yeah, Right,
0: yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, he's another one of my my gang from the early days who'd come to. He only lived over in uh, in Brixton, so he oh, used to come over on a Friday as well, and uh, uh, he had some uh, speaking lines and so. He yeah. went on to become a a really. Uh, world famous um, ceramic artist now. Oh He's, wow! You know he has he has exhibitions in New York and everything. And, oh, um, brilliant! So yeah, he, we had a great laugh with with him. Um, yeah. So it was a good trip. Uh, yeah. And and uh, being on that boat, we only actually spent one night in um, in France in Saint right. They let us <laughs> off for one night. <laughs> and We all went out for for something to eat, you know, and yeah. we were given all the seafood and stuff. And, and we were kids; we weren't interested in that kind of thing. So half no. of the things they gave us, we didn't want to eat, you know. Yeah. But um, but then it was back on the boat, back on the boat, back and forth, back and forth. It was mad. Oh. But I have really good memories, and again, a good story with as Paul McCarthy. I was listening to to him, as I said, and um, yeah, it was a, a good time and clever, a clever storyline. Yeah. So it really, Although it ruins it for everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know? but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. Very typical, good times.
0: <laughs> typical lads ruining it for everyone. And then in series four, obviously, yeah. there was a the big thing with Andrew and, and, and Andrew go having a rough time at home yeah. and, and, and turning to drink. Yeah. And, and there was all comical comical escapades. Um, yes. In the, in trying the to hide Yeah. Yeah. Which you know yeah. it, it is quite funny, but it, it had quite a you know a serious tone behind it, didn't it? Because obviously. Yeah. It, this lad, he never really did anything wrong, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's got he's gone through which which similar in in a certain way to the the later series with Zamo and, and and the Just Say No and and, the exactly. and stuff like that. But similar to the, the, this young lad who didn't really have any, any sort of major problem, but then all of a sudden, you know, he's uh, his life's got turned upside down, and he and he turns to drink.
1: I was going to say, didn't he play it well? Though?
0: Oh yeah, brilliant. You know? Brilliant. There was
1: a lot of heavy dialogue, you know. He had on his young shoulders there to, to, to pull that off. Um, yeah. Difficult scenes. Yeah. Again, a really clever bit of writing and and thinking of, you know, the directors and everything to to tackle a subject like that.
0: Yeah. And,
1: definitely. And and to see the kid getting into drinking and stuff at school uh-huh. as well. Well uh-huh. ahead of its time.
0: Yeah. Like my opinion is. There's one scene where Justin looks at Andrew and it's like Justin's kind of... He looks like he's upset that he hadn't noticed there was yeah. something wrong yeah. earlier.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good point you pick up there because, you know, there are scenes with, with Andrew and, Justin and Andrew's trying to tell Justin about the rows at home. And, uh-huh. and you know, I, I think for a little bit, Justin's not realising how much Andrew is upset and how much he's trying to tell him yeah. that things aren't good at home. And I think that look that, um, that the director gave us, you know, when he's in, in the cupboard there where we're hiding him and yeah. do that shot of Justin's face, uh, really does show that he suddenly realized what a horrible time yeah. he was going through, you know? And, uh, and I often think that probably Justin would have felt quite guilty that he wasn't there as much for uh-huh. Andrew as Andrew was always there for him, if you know? What I mean. yeah. 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 So I, that was a tough, a tough part for, for Mark to to play, and as I said, he did it brilliantly.
0: He did it really, really well, yeah. Okay, so then, a little bit more light-hearted after that was the, you mentioned it already, was the quiz, the, the end of oh, the same yeah. quiz yeah. between the, the male and the female, and you know, when I, when I watched that the other day, I just thought, they couldn't have picked, it was you and Matthew Cartwright, so it was Justin and Matthew Cartwright. Right, Matthew, just thought, yeah,
1: right,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, without being horrible, you know, not, not stereotyping what, what, what the school no, quiz team mean, would have though. been, but it was just... Yeah if it's just these two the, 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 surely there was someone else Could have been yeah. a, the, like, um,
1: in fact I'm going to have to have a look at that again myself that's a good point thinking yeah. about it you know the, 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 two, the two nerdiest people <laughs> school and to it's, pull it's, together
0: it's <laughs> funny because um, I think Justin goes to give an answer and you see Matthew cart sort of elbowing him yeah. as if to say that's the wrong answer <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah I, 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 I can't remember does does, does win that? I can't no, it, it,
0: was, it was between the lads and the girls
1: Oh, that's left and the girls. That's right. Yeah. yeah okay, so there yeah. was
0: there was a quiz. There was a few other things yeah. going on. Like there was yeah. bacon and there was netball and, <laughs> and and things like that. Yeah. And then I have to mention this. In that after that series had gone out. Yeah. At the end of the year there was a Christmas special which was written by a uh, Blue Peter competition. That's right.
1: Winning. Blue Peter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
0: Now that that's the very first episode I remember watching. Wow. Um, I I don't really remember it before right. but I remember it's,
1: watching. Uh, It was a strange one to do, you know, because we were kind of disappearing as characters really anyway at that point, Uh you know, as the new new generation were coming in,
0: yeah,
1: and so we we hadn't been spending as as much time as a group together, so it felt kind of, I don't know, not awkward, but it was weird that we were all back, and the idea being that we were still all together, you know, in in school, so it felt kind of, I think we all felt slightly removed from it. Right. And a lot of us were thinking about going on to do different things, even if it wasn't acting. anymore. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it was a good episode, though. It was... Uh, the, the thing I remember the most about that, and I always think it's like people near, the, the fame that Tucker had in the episode of Blue Peter, where they went behind the scenes of filming yeah. that, um, they, they had to get a, like, a blacked-out security fan for us to ride in. Right. Because the... Uh, the, the rumours of us going to the school or youth centre had got out. So there right. were hundreds of screaming girls out there for, for the lads. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they had to wow. take security and there were police. And and we were like bundled in like you see in the early days of the Beatles into the, <laughs> yeah. center, into the hall, you know, without getting uh, ravaged by these girls wanting yeah. autographs and stuff. So it, it was a really interesting point to see how big Shell had got at that point. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, um, as a team of us together and they climbed on the roof where we were filming wow. and there were these like a, a gymnasium you know you have those kind of like small windows at the top of like climbing frames just to let the yeah. light into the gymnasium and these kids and girls had got on the roof and they're Money. banging the windows screaming for Tucker you know <laughs> it was mad absolutely wow. mad
0: how, how did Sods handle that though?
1: Uh, well he I mean he's always been brilliant with that and I think I think it's a bit um, you you have to in the end, you right. know. However small your character is, you you are known when you go out and about, you know. And as I yeah. say, good sometimes, bad uh, a lot of the time. Um, but he he did it great, I mean, wonderfully. And you know, when yeah. he was asked if they were um, kind of organized more signing autographs and everything, um, uh-huh. he would do it without a problem. But yeah, absolutely amazing to see that kind of reaction. Yeah, to, to him, yeah. it really was proving the point that what an icon of a character he has yeah, you know? definitely. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I, the weird thing about that as well, though, the, uh, the director who did that uh, episode, um, I hadn't seen uh, since I, he was the director of Clifton House Mystery. Right. And it was so odd to be working with him back on Grain Trail. It was, yeah. it was amazing. And a lovely man, Hugh David, his name was, it was great. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, that was a good, good time again. There's no really bad times at all. I have only good, good memories and,
0: Excellent. Excellent. That, that's what we like to hear um, yeah. So then that was the end of Series 4 mm. And then Series 5 came in And you, you, you've touched on this already About how there was new characters coming in And and your cohort was sort of appearing less and less But is it right that Series 5 You were only in one episode? The IMDB yeah. listing, <laughs> that Is that as I'm going off by the way? Yeah.
1: Well, I, you know, I doubted myself Because people have asked me how many series were you in? And I've always said I was in five series. And, you know, I've got the, 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 the DVDs from when they first came out yeah. of, um, up to series four. And I think five came out a year ago or whatever. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen it yet. So right. I, don't, I don't know how little I was in it, but I think it was only one episode. Yeah, wasn't, it's wasn't
0: just it? a school council meeting. That's oh, what right. I've got down there. All which, right. But like, like you say, you yeah. got, there was less...
1: Yeah, we kind of walked out of the door one day, we never to be seen again. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. think. <laughs> oh, that that's the, that's the best way to leave a program, that I think. I think so. Um, <laughs> I think so yeah. <laughs> okay. So so that was that was the end of, of Grange Hill. And, um, th- well, uh, 39 episodes, that's according to IMDb like that's it's not the most reliable of sources, but that's that's no. all I've got like. And, um,
1: I, I think that sounds about right.
0: So uh, you know, how did you feel about leaving?
1: It was it was very sad to go because it'd been as much a part of my young life as as my rural school was. You know, right. I yeah. I, in between filming, I still went to my normal um, comprehensive school in Bromley, and huh. uh, so it, it was a big tug, you know, and to, to say goodbye to people. Although, uh, you know, we did keep in touch, as I say, the little gang of us that were. Yeah. We still we would meet up and 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 socialize and stuff. But it was it was. Um, very strange that, that had come to an end. Yeah. And, and the weird thing is people would still know you and recognize you from that, and, yeah. and, although you weren't doing it anymore. Um, uh-huh. But luckily, uh, you know, um, I, I was lucky enough to, to uh, continue work um, for a long time after that. So yeah. it wasn't so bad. But uh, yeah, it was a big part of a, a life. And when it finally does stop, you kind of think, wow. And, and you do look back at it and think, you know, I wish sometimes I'd, I'd appreciated more the experiences yeah. you had because you're, you're doing so much so quickly mm-hmm. um, to film a series. you don't take it all in at the time, you know Right. yeah, but um, yeah, it was very sad.
0: Oh, so so what did you do then when you did leave? Uh,
1: well, after that, I did a, um, a, a series called "The Tripods.": Oh, uh, yeah, which was a, a science fiction thing for the BBC uh-huh. and. Uh, I did a sitcom um, for uh, Yorkshire television with Derek Nimmo and Neris Hughes in it. Um, it nice. wasn't very good. <laughs> and yeah, I, w- I was meant to be in the whole of that um, series, but I stupidly took myself on holiday to Spain and crashed on a bike. And nice. uh, I, broke, I broke my leg very badly. That put me nice. out of work for, for two years. Oh, wow. And then when I learned to walk properly again, I was lucky enough to get into theatre uh-huh. And I joined Brist- the Bristol Old Fit Company um, for, for three seasons, uh-huh. uh, which was like really great training and yeah. such an experience. And then I even did a, a musical uh, with Bonnie Langford in the West End, um, which was mad for me because I can't see and I can't <laughs> dance. <down. laughs> but, so, but somehow I managed to get, <laughs> get in that. And I toured that for like, just under two years wow. uh, up and down the country. So uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I continued for that, and then uh, work was coming in, in dribs and drabs. I changed agents and things, and uh-huh. I, I I started to get more interested on on the other side of things. So right, um, I when I wasn't able to act because of my broken leg, I I bought some video equipment and started a little video company making corporate videos and right. weddings and things like that. That kept me busy. Yeah, and then finally went. Uh, on the other side of theatre, working on the production side of, of some big shows like Buddy and loads oh, right. uh, uh, of the ones that went into the West End, yeah. all faced from my theatre in Bromley, The Church Oh, brilliant. And that's where I met my partner. And, and that's why I decided, well, I think I'll, I'll knock it on the head now as far as the old acting is concerned. And uh, yeah. I, I continue working in theatre and, and making videos uh, until I moved um, over here to Ireland. So, right.
0: If I can just go back to yeah, a, yeah. a, pro- a programme you were in, it, it was called The Country Boy. Now, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm only bringing it up because this, this for me, was quite interesting. When, when I looked at the cast, there was a, it was quite a young cast in there. And yeah. three of the cast were also in Grange Hill. Yeah. Three, three yeah. of the cast included. So there was Mark Bairdus, who played yeah, right. Stupid. Right. There was yeah. Alice, Alice, D- Alice Dornay, who played Alice Rowe later on.
1: That's right. Um, Yeah.
0: And Patsy Palmer, who was a a supporting artist in Grange Hill. That's right.
1: That's right. Quite
0: a long time. And I I just thought, wow, that's quite a bit of Grange Hill alumni in that programme there. uh...
1: How it happened for me was that um, I was in between. I didn't have an agent. Um, I I had this kind of hard transition from having an agent that dealt with mainly kids and Uh young adults. And I was I was getting older um into my 20s so i just picked up the phone one day to to colin kant and and said hi mate do you have any work going (laughs) (laughs) so he said i wish you'd called earlier you know i could probably give you something a bit better but he gave me a small part in that and it was because um you know colin had started the whole grain series being director it was Uh lovely the last job that i did on television was with him again and uh, uh, it was just a nice way to kind of end that part of my of my life. But, yeah, um, I think Colin is a, a, a great believer of working with people he knows, you know, yeah. and, uh, and that, that's a good thing
0: a lot of the time. So, Definitely. yeah, it
1: was a nice little program that I was only in it. I blinker, you miss me, but um, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed filming.
0: OK, then, so you've just mentioned there about um, the fact that you, you moved over to the other side of, of, of the production mm. and stuff. And, mm. and, you, and you know, you, you're living in Ireland. So are you still yeah. doing that now, then?
1: I was until about I would, a year before, actually, even uh, uh, the pandemic happened. Right. I was um, doing a lot of theatre uh, work, again, behind the scenes, everything from uh, lighting and sound with, um, with my partner, Donica who's a lighting designer here right and uh but i i in 2001 uh, 2002 sorry i was diagnosed with um, multiple sclerosis right and i uh, found work harder and harder to do physical work of like working on stage and 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 running shows and things so i i've had to kind of let that go i do the odd bit of uh filming again i've made a few corporate videos here uh, in ireland uh for different various companies and stuff but yeah, yeah the the ms now has made it um it's kind of forced me to to retire really you know? right okay i, get I don't
0: you. have
1: it I, I don't have it as bad as some people have but it is still uh, you know it makes life difficult um not yeah. only f- physical movements but my speech and uh my vision is particularly bad these days as
0: well. Right. So. All right. So, okay.
1: But uh, yeah, I, I have a quiet life now. Um, we moved into the middle of nowhere, um, took down, uh, took up a, a totally run down little cottage, uh-huh. and uh have spent years doing it up. And I just love um, growing vegetables and like the good life, really, <laughs> and looking <laughs> after animals. That's what I love doing it now. <laughs> a million miles yeah. away from green children.
0: Yeah, you're not pushing each other around on sollies anything like that no no no, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no no it's all it's all like you know run a bean growing and yeah uh, keeping donkeys happy and stuff like that and chickens so uh oh. but yeah i it's it's a it, it's a totally different life but i i i do love it and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and i can't believe i've been living here now 20 years and it, wow. and it only feels like you know about two three years ago i moved here so, right oh, yes yeah, it's I'm... very different from my early days
0: yeah, I can imagine, yeah. All right. So are you still in touch with anyone from Grange Hill?
1: Yeah, mainly all the ones I mentioned on um, social media. Right. But, um, I met up with Mark Savage, who played Gripper, Yeah.
0: Um,
1: two, two years ago. Right. He was over in Ireland uh, making a, a sci-fi film, uh-huh. and uh, he contacted me. So we met up in, in Galway and we had a fantastic time. Uh, we took him out to see all these places out in the wild west of Connemara. And yep. we both were sitting there having a game of, of pool and a, and a pint of Guinness in the, <laughs> in the pub. And um, both saying how weird it would be for Gripper and Justin to be able to play pool in, in the west of Ireland. But um, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still in touch with Mark. He, he's, you know, he's a, a busy guy now acting and he's got his own theatre company. And we keep threatening to try and, and do some work together sometime, maybe putting a, a little play on somewhere that we could tour yeah. over here. I'll be so brilliant. I'm in touch with him. Uh, Paul McCarthy. Uh, uh-huh. The only person I have lost touch with, and very sadly, is Mark Eady. you know, Andrew. Yeah. Um, uh, he, when he left to um, Grangeville, uh, we... We kept in touch for about a year, I think, right. and then he was doing so well and, and very busy. We just our paths just went different ways. So yeah. uh, um, I would, I'd, I'd love to meet up with him again sometime.
0: Well, Mark, um, if you're listening, you know, yeah, get in touch. <laughs> get yeah, in and touch.
1: if you're listening, Mark, you should come on the program.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Rob. Yes. Right. Okay, Rob. Um, I've just got a, a, a few more questions just to ask you just uh-huh. just just before we finish off. They're all Grange Hill related. Yeah, so go ahead. Er- no earlier this year, there was—I uh, don't know if you saw it—there was a big news story about how there's going to be a, a great deal yeah. movie, and you know, Phil Redmond's writing it yeah. and is involved in that. First of all, what do you what do you think of that idea?
1: I think it's—I think it's a clever idea. I think that I, you know, after the program running for, I think it was over 30 years before, uh-huh. you know, it finally was cancelled. Uh, I always thought it was a great shame because. There's always more you can do with, yeah. you know, uh, storylines in a program like Grain Shell. Uh-huh. So when I, I I read about it as well, I thought it, um, it's a perfect idea. It, it can deal with things that were not uh, happening, you know, when gr- when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, storylines that they they could do now, and uh, I, I suppose it would be a very different kind of a, a production now with all the things that kids have to face. Mm-hmm. But I think it's. I think it's worth it. I don't know, is it a one-off film or...? or... Yeah,
0: I think I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. I've heard,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great idea. And I think he kind of, uh, what I read is that they might bring some of the old characters in to, to link him with the, the new characters. Yeah. I, I, and I don't know if it's going to be set in Liverpool again, or I don't
0: know. But yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good. Great, right. and if you were asked, would we see a return of Justin Bennett? Oh,
1: I don't know. I. I'd, uh, hand on heart, I would say I'd love to. I yeah. really would love to. Uh, but um, I don't know whether my character would have any kind of relevance <laughs> now. I'd probably have to be someone's grandpa, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> He's like seven. So,
0: local MP, so, so, local MP, Rob, I, I think. You know, yeah. Just, yeah, something like
1: that. <laughs> well, I, I, actually, Neil, it's interesting. I often thought, you know, if, if, in one way, when Granshield was st- still going, Justin was quite of a good candidate to come back as a teacher yeah. in the series, you know? And that would have been lovely to do because, you know, to be in a program starting off as a pupil and then ending your time in the program as a teacher. So yeah, he, 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 he Mm -hmm. could be in it. But again, because of my, my health conditions now, I wouldn't want to commit to something now because, you know, if I, you never know, they come in kind of uh, attacks the way I get it. So I would hate to commit and then find I wasn't fit enough to do it, you know, but I, I think I really hope a lot of my old, um, Uh, mates get to do a a cameo brilliant because it would be great to see them on there along with the new cast as well yeah definitely okay
0: other than Justin Bennett who is your favourite character in Grange Hill
1: oh 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 I would probably say well as a pupil I think there are two characters that uh, I love as characters and that would be Terry Super playing Benny Green yeah he played in with just wonderfully. Todd would have to be there. Um, so many of the girls, uh, were fantastic as well. And teachers, I I loved. Um, oh, who was the the form master I, Michael Michael Percival. Michael Percival.
0: Mr Mitchell, yeah.
1: Yeah, Mr Mitchell and um, Brian as Mr Hopwood. Yeah. Played, I loved his sarcasm. Both both those <laughs> people had great sarcasm towards the kids. Yeah. Know? In a good way, not in a, in a derogatory way. But, the yeah, of, the, they're, the, they're my favourites. Yeah, they, they
0: were the type of teachers you wanted at school. Where they, exactly. To, exactly. To, yeah. yeah.
1: And also, um, the, the other, the, I mean, Lee playing um, Zamo and Arcan and, uh, as Roller and stuff. Uh-huh. Great characters. And it's lovely when you get a rounded character, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah. You, you really can believe. Because some, some people, you know, have to come in the programme, have about four lines ever. And you yeah. never really get to know them, so yeah, yeah they'd be my favourites. I'd say up there, definitely, and Brilliant. along with Mark as well as M. Yeah, is. yeah. And if I you could to say that,
0: yeah. <laughs> and if, if you couldn't have played Justin Bennett, yeah, who else would you have liked to have played in Grange
1: Hill? Oh, oh, let me think. Oh, 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 I probably oh, there were quite. quite oh. <laughs> I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the character character type but i would have liked to play someone like um i would have liked to play a, a doyle to be honest with you or right. a, yeah someone i think i think the kind of the, the baddies have better lines and yeah. and better you know you can do more with them yeah a lot of a lot of justin's lines are very kind of repetitive like oh i don't think we should do that or <laughs> i think we should go now or you know so somebody like that i i, I think would be great or um a Tommy Watson was a great character as well, him. But obviously, I know I wouldn't have been right for those roles because it's just not my type of a, a yeah. character. If you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think those brilliant, definitely.
0: Okay, so then the last question that I always ask everyone is, why do you think there's still such affection for Grange Hill?
1: I, I honestly think it's because everybody. Well, at first it was well made, uh-huh. and I think everybody can find themselves in, in one of the characters. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even when they were kids, they could see the problems that they were going with and could actually register uh, that was what they were going through at their, their real schools in real life. Yeah. Um, and I think it was as a well-made, and I think there's great nostalgia. You know, yeah. it's like all the things that we love when we look back at these, the nodding head programs, looking at, you know, the best of the 70s or the best of the 80s. Yeah programs you see on channel five and stuff yeah i think it's because of that really Uh, and and beautifully written and created by phil redmond and uh and and well acted i think and directed yeah i think it is that and a lot of uh, in these kind of weird times we live in now i think nostalgia people feel a lot of comfort in that you know um so i think that's that's what it is um but i mean from the one series that we thought it was going to be to run for as long as it did yeah. is incredible and uh i i'm really proud to have just been a, a part of it for, yeah. for one bit of it
0: it's run you know brilliance brilliance well rob thank you so much thank for, you neil for coming on on
1: um, i really really enjoyed it and you brought back some memories there as well i'm gonna to have to have a quick look at the uh the quiz episode now <laughs> that, that you can't write. And, and, <laughs> and,
0: I, and I'd also like to give you a, a special thank you for being on your very first Zoom call. <laughs> <As
1: well. laughs> yes, that's right. My first, yes. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing, I was looking at it and, and I didn't know how to get the camera to work or how you got. No, I'm going to, my internet connection here, anyone that knows me, follows me on social media, knows I'm nearly always offline. So I wanted to keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> no, yes, that's... thank you for being patient with me as well.
0: <laughs> well I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming on. And Thank you more than welcome, Neil. For anyone who's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye.